Hi guys, welcome back to the Oxcord Chronicles. This week we'll be focusing on disco music, the special guest Emmanuel Demian. Hi, I'm Emmanuel. I'm a second year at UCLA and disco is one of my favorite genres to listen to. It's a super fun, funky kind of genre and the music's always super dancey. And yeah, I can't wait to talk to you guys more about disco. Cool, so to begin we're going to talk about a little bit of history of disco music. And believe it or not, Nazis had a hand in the development of the nightclubs where disco music originated. So during World War II, dance halls in Paris featured a lot of jazz music, but due to Nazi occupation in France, live music was banned, so instead they played records. And disco actually is short for discotheque, which means library of phonograph records in French, a term that gradually became synonymous with these clubs where these records were the norm rather than a band. In, early, in the early 60s, this word started to spread and came into the households of the United States, where it was frequently shortened to disco. So disco really gained traction in the late 70s, early 80s, but the beginnings of disco started a lot in nightclubs in the U.S. and in other countries. An important aspect about the start and the roots of disco is that it's synonymous with the LGBTQ community. Back in the late 60s, the gay scene in New York was still very underground but very very big and it was obviously very taboo to be gay at the time these uh these nightclubs that were funded and protected by the mafias in new york would host these parties underground and the the, the main crowd there was lgbtq crowds specifically one event that really marks both the start of disco and the start of the lgbtq movement was at the Stonewall Inn, a nightclub in the Greenwich Village in New York, where cops came in and broke into a party and kicked everyone out. That very night, riots exploded in the city, and it was the first big riots for LGBTQ rights in New York. A key figure in helping raise awareness about disco and the genre as a whole was DJ David Mancuso. So DJ David Mancuso was uh, this DJ that invested so much money into building his apartment into a small, well, discotheque and he he was very particular about the type of equipment he was using and the placement of it to really enhance the acoustics of the room and make the soul and funk records that they were playing at the time really enhanced so that the people dancing would would really appreciate it a lot more and it was at dj mancuso's parties that the first signs of disco really appeared so when i think about disco you think about the the big hair the big personalities and i think one of the biggest people in disco unarguably is donna summer and she was donna summer was one of the first disco divas disco divas were these ex soul rmb and gospel singers that were not doing very well in the genre and that transitioned into disco because it allowed them to keep to, to showcase their vocals but showcase them on a on instrumentals that were a lot more a beat and that people could dance to more and so one of the main main figures uh, along with donna summer is producer Giorgio moroder who was this um, italian producer and engineer who bought one of the first moog synthesizers from the u.s and got in contact with donna summer on a tour that she was doing in europe and one of their most famous tracks is the one we're going to listen to right now and that is i feel love by donna summer produced by Giorgio moroder Enjoy.
So you just listened to I Feel Love by Donna Summer. Yeah, that was an absolute hit from, uh, from the late 70s. So when talking about disco divas, another one of the biggest names is Gloria Gaynor. So she's obviously famous for her smash hit, I Will Survive. This next song is from her 1975 album, and it's called Never Can Say Goodbye. It's one of her less popular songs, but definitely very, very fitting to the genre. Cool. So this is Never Say Goodbye by Gloria Gaynor. Enjoy. popular disco groups at the time and what's really interesting about their sound is that it's very very instrumental and that's where the line between disco and funk is really blurred and that funk is usually 
usually uses only real instruments while disco uses electronic elements but at earth wind and fire was very much disco the next song is gonna be boogie wonderland by earth wind and fire so you listen to oxford chronicles and this is boogie wonderland by earth wind and fire huge group that we need to mention is Sister Sledge in the disco movement. And Sister Sledge was a all-female based group and they've had so many so many disco hits and they've been sampled in hip-hop so many times as well. One of the most famous instances of sampling their music was Will Smith's Getting Jiggy With It uh, which was his first hip-hop hit and really put him on the map as an artist. But yeah so the next song is Sister Sledge. He's the greatest dancer. Enjoy.
next song is also by another huge disco group from uh, the 70s and it's Chic. Their main, their lead guitarist, Nell Rogers, is one of the most iconic figures in the genre. And he, to this day, still works with modern artists on music that is inspired by disco, which we'll talk about later. The next song is Everybody Dance by Chic. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
When talking about disco, I feel like the film Saturday Night Fever is basically synonymous with the genre at this point. This film starring John Travolta really cemented the massive popularity of disco into the mainstream, and the soundtrack helped solidify the careers of artists like Chic, Cool and the Gang, and saw other bands shift to disco like Jackson's, Earth, Wind & Fire, and Diana Ross. Yeah, the next song is by uh, the Bee Gees, one of the first and one of the, the biggest white disco groups. And they were they were very prominent on the soundtrack and the song Staying Alive, which is what we're listening to next, was a big hit in the movie. People nowadays might know Staying Alive as a song used to do CPR on people, but it also has a lot of relevance in the disco genre. Anyways, this is Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Yeah. 
After the success of Saturday Night Fever, disco basically broke the mainstream, and a lot of artists who weren't previously disco artists started releasing songs in the, using disco elements. So a good example of that would be the infamous Michael Jackson. Yeah, so Michael Jackson, who was killing it in the pop and R&B scene, was found to have to make a lot of disco-influenced records uh, on, his, on his 1979 album Off the Wall, where songs like Don't Stop Till You Get Enough uh, won awards for favorite soul and R&B single at the American Music Awards, but was definitely a, a big disco track. So yeah, this is Don't Stop Till You Get Enough by Michael Jackson. Enjoy.
Another band that decided to go disco during the peak of the genre is the popular band Chicago. Yeah, so Chicago at the time was as big as bands like the Beach Boys in terms of just numbers uh, and sales. And they also had a few tracks that were very disco inspired. And one of the main elements of disco is, is the presence of brass, trumpets, saxophones, trombones. And you can really see it on this track. And an amazing fun fact about the song is that fantastic artist Pitbull sampled the song Street Player in his smash hit, I Know You Want Me, Cayocho. So yeah, this is Street Player by Chicago. Enjoy.
when talking about disco, one of the most common songs that people think of is definitely YMCA by the Village People. This song comes on basically at every wedding, celebration. People just go crazy for this song, and it's for a good reason. And one of the main reasons this is such a catchy song is that it it really uses one of disco's biggest char- characteristics, which is the um, motivational and like super catchy lyrics. Even though disco started as a genre where gospel and soul singers sang really sensual and lovey lyrics, there was another part of disco that was all about motivational speech and very very catchy lyrics that you could remember super easily. And so yeah, YMCA was an instance of that and it was also one of the first gay anthems because a lot of the members from the village people were gay and they portrayed this as a normal disco song but had a a, a deeper meaning behind it as an anthem for gay people. So yeah, this is YMCA by the village people. Enjoy. Now we're going to leave the United States and go to Europe, specifically Italy, where the disco genre kind of warped and Italy took their own take on disco music. Yeah, so Europe definitely had a big influence on disco's mainstream success. And when disco died down a little bit during the 80s in the US with the death of disco movement, it still picked up and it still continued its success in Europe. Italy was one of the biggest countries for disco uh, with this next track called Ma Quale Idea. Oh, my God. 
ubriacata in discoteca con lo sguardo da serpente Io mi sono avvicinato, lei già non capiva niente L'ho guardata, ma guardato e mi sono scatenato Freda stera al mio confronto era statico e imbranato Le ho sparato un bacio in bocca, uno di quelli che schiocca sulla pista diavolata, lì per lì l'ho strapazzata, l'ho lanciata, riafferrata, senza fiato l'ho lasciata, tra le braccia mi è cascata, era cotta innamorata, per i fianchi l'ho bloccata e ne ha fatto marmellata. Oh yeah, si dice così no? E poi, e poi, che idea? Quale idea? Vedi che lei non ci sta, che idea? Quale idea? Al contratto l'ho agganciata, dalle braccia mi è sgusciata Ma guardato, l'ho guardata, l'ho bloccata, carezzata sul visino, su di fata Ma sembrava una patata, l'ho acchiappata, l'ho frullata e ne ho fatto una frittata Oh yeah, si dice così no? E poi, che idea? Quale idea? Non vedi che lei non ci sta? Che idea? Quale idea?
Another huge group in terms of the disco field, Hills from Sweden. I think you guys know who I'm talking about. The supergroup ABBA. And this group was unescapable during the late 70s, early 80s, and honestly, it still is today. Their songs definitely incorporate aspects of disco. They're still sampled to this day, and I feel like everyone knows their songs, even if you don't know their names. They even had an influence on so many movies like Mamma Mia, which was a huge commercial hit. And I think everyone was hooked to that movie just for just for the soundtrack and how influent ABBA were on that soundtrack with so many songs of them making the soundtrack. Um, it is definitely one of the most iconic acts in music, period. So yeah, this is Voulez Vu by ABBA. Enjoy.
So in the 90s, disco kind of died down due to the like the rock movement, the grunge movement, stuff like that. People wanted to return to like natural instruments, aka like guitar and bass instead of the the fun airy brass instruments. And it wasn't until the early 2000s that there's a revival in disco, but in this case it was more of a electronic type of disco. One of the key artists in this genre was Madonna with her hit single Hung Up. And interestingly enough, this song samples Give Me a Man After Midnight by ABBA. It goes to show how influential previous disco icons were in the formation of later disco figures. So yeah, enjoy. Time goes by so slowly. 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 As we move into modern times, disco influences are popping up more and more. 
And a song that pretty much ever knows Get Lucky by Daft Punk featuring Pharrell Williams was one of those inescapable hits of the mid-2010s that totally exemplified the revival of disco. Yeah, and them being a, a, a contemporary electronic dance music group, um, Georgia Moroder, who is pretty much the father of disco, which we talked about earlier, um, was a big influence. And this next song has a, a minute and 30, 30 second monologue by uh, Georgia Moroder explaining how he came up with him and Donna Summer's first album, uh, which featured I Feel Love, their smash hit. It really, he, he goes into detail about the techniques he used, the instruments, the synthesizers. And as I said earlier, this is just the biggest indicator that disco is the father of all electronic dance music that we listen to today. This is Georgia by Marauder by Daft Punk. So we put a click on the 24 track, which then was synced to the Moog modular. I knew that could be a sound of the future, but I didn't realize how much the impact would be. My name is Giovanni Giorgio, but everybody calls me Giorgio. As of the past few years, disco revival has been peaking. And the 2021 Grammys is a great example of that. Artists like Dua Lipa, The Weeknd, Doja Cat all have disco-inspired tracks. And a fun fact is that Doja Cat's song Say So is now used instead of Staying Alive for CPR because both songs feature 100 beats per minute tempos. This goes to show that disco is still well and alive and there's new renditions of it all the time. Yeah, even though rock fans thought that disco died in the 80s, since then there's always been these these disco-influenced hits that have been popping up in every single every single decade. And 2021 was a big indicator of that. Um, the next two songs um, are two Grammy Award-winning songs from this year uh, by Kei Trinata and Dua Lipa, respectively. So yeah, this is 10% by Kei Trinata featuring Caliucci's and Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Enjoy. Did a 
by saying where I think the genre is going, but it's pretty apparent right now that disco is definitely peeking back into the mainstream with songs by Dua Lipa, The Weeknd, Doja Cat, like we said previously. So the songs I played previously were the songs that I think will be in the future because they've already been hits, if that makes sense. So disco isn't something that's up and coming. It's something that's coming back. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I want to give a special thanks to Emmanuel for being on the episode. Yeah, thank you so much, Nate, for having me. Uh, it was a pleasure to talk about disco. It's definitely one of my favorite genres, and it's so nice to see it see it back into the into the mainstream and how it's influencing pop music today. Maybe it becomes main, super mainstream again, and rock fans think it's <laughs> overproduced uh, in a few years. But I think this goes here to stay. Cool. So if you want to be a guest on the show, feel free to reach out to me on Oxcord Chronicles on Instagram. Thank you.